Welcome to episode 193 of the All Can Hear podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my three convivial co-hosts. Bye. That was our brand new pet sheep. Bye. And my name's Colt, and I am ready to bust a move in the new year. I thought you were going to say bust a move. Uh, well, I'm sure that's on the list at some point. It's in there. Bust a Get your mind out of the gutter, John. Bust a fat nut. Bust a nut and break an um, ass. Um, these two. Immature. Immature and childish. My name's Wenzel. My fingers hurt. Yeah. Fingers hurt from doing nerd shit. That's yeah. all my life is, Jonathan. You need to respect the nerd shit. Or we're going to have to have a talk. You know, just j- don't feel too bad. Jonathan is the Jonathan is the person who will bring a guitar to class every day. Yeah, you'll be like, teacher, teacher, listen to this. And then you play <laughs> Smoke on the Water and it sucks ass. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Now, granted. Um, <laughs> no, I did do that. Granted, oh, when, no. he, when, he did, when he did it, it was to piss people off. Also, he would bang people in the head with his guitar for looking at him funny. Mm-hmm. Well, the good thing yep. is Jonathan actually knows how to play, so I would be happy. Yeah, Jonathan's actually really fucking good, so it's fine. If he if decides to purposefully suck, it's by deliberate choice, and it's for a bit. Yes, yeah, like many a time where I'd get really drunk and just play really discordant chords and just stare at people. <laughs> and it gets really New creepy. Year's, new fears. And, and this year... Uh, it's you know, the, the same banter you love with your same friend at AYCH, but we're going to keep it nice and easy today. We're just having a little banter episode, just talk about what we did for the holidays, what we did for New Year's, and anything else that came along the way. So just some real laid back talk, you know, get you easy in to 2021. Before we get back on our bullshit. Which, trust us, exactly. we got some bullshit lined up, so don't you worry. 100%. Maybe. To get it started, like, so, um, <laughs> like, like we talked about in our year-end episode, we recorded a little bit in advance, like, probably, like, 10 days out by the end of the year proper. So, we had, we were recording a little bit before Christmas. So, um, just catch up, like, what we all do for Christmas, what we all get into. Ah, uh, yes, my Christmas. Uh, I think I'll probably have the shortest one here. I did nothing Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I did absolutely nothing, celebrated nothing. Uh, I got presents, though. I thought it was pretty cool. I got some nice, drippy shoes. Uh, the Vans MoMA uh, Salvador Dali collaboration. They are super hard to put on, but man, they look drippy. Are they just like really long and spindly yeah. like the elephants in his paintings? No, it's just that for some reason, it's always with new Vans. I'll have to wear them for a little bit longer to get used to it. Or have them stretch yeah, you, at least. You really got to break those shoes in. It it's like yeah. so tight getting your foot in there. It's just the back of the heel getting that over your heel is. It's a fight, especially at six in the morning when you're getting <laughs> ready to go to work. Uh, I also got Godzilla, uh, Space Godzilla figurine. Uh, absolutely nice. love it. His tail is probably twelve inches long, and his. It's so long, dude. <laughs> I have a space Godzilla figure as well. It's big, and like I, when I have to put it somewhere, I have to dedicate like an entire just section to it because its tail is so freaking long. Yeah. And 
Space Godzilla is a pretty beefy monster to begin with. Like, how tall is it? It's, uh, uh, mm, probably like eight, nine inches. It's not that tall. Hmm. Nice. For Jonathan's reference, I'm showing you what Space Godzilla looks like. That's metal as fuck. It's my favorite design. I've never seen the movie, and I've heard that it's one of the worst Godzilla movies, but I love the way he looks. I know, yeah, Space uh, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla is one of the the less light in in the Heisei era, but I, I I haven't seen it myself either, so I would like to reserve judgment until we get to it. But of course, you know, we're, we're going to do what? more kaiju uh, episodes this year, so that might be on the, the docket for that. So, t- see. Wait a minute, Pat, you haven't seen Not it? Not yet. I, I, haven't wow. seen all, I haven't seen all Godzilla movies uh despite what pe- some people may think. And I've seen a handful of like the Heisei and Millennium movies, but it's been on my list for a while. Well, we got to get you to watch uh, it. For present-wise, i got some clothes. i got some nice clothes. My drip, my usual drip. Uh, got candy. i got a lot of candy. It's all gone almost, except for the chocolate. When it comes to chocolate, I can't eat it all quickly. I usually eat it. Uh, it'll be, it'll be gone by July. Uh, it, like I said, it takes a bit for me to eat chocolate. Got a cool Kylo Paparino. I don't, I can't remember much else off the top of my head, but I got some cool stuff. And then we got, we did our stuff, uh, before Christmas, which was my Christmas celebration for this year, where we all got together and did our friend's Christmas thing. And I guess... Yeah, whoever those were. And I got some cool stuff there, too. I got my uh, some new kits. I got some books. I'm really happy to get the last podcast on the left book because, man, I've been wanting to read that for so long. Uh, I got some very cool movies. All around, it was a nice Christmas for what it was. It's a tough year to really do any celebrations. I was... Honestly, very, very depressed and kind of out of it when it came to Christmas Day and Eve. It just, I didn't feel up to it. Understandable. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. All right, well, how about yourself? Did you, get, did you have any other Christmas uh, adventures aside from our big lad Christmas earlier? Um, not really, um... I should also mention, too, for people's listening sake, uh, it w- the Christmas gathering was done safely and, um, you know, just... Everyone was tested. We, we, everyone followed everyone procedures. T- everybody lubed up with hand sanitizer. This was the first time yeah, I, I got to see anyone that wasn't my mom in, like, ten months. A long-ass yeah. fucking time. So, yeah. Long ass time. It was probably one of the best days this year. Um, it was really nice, you know. It got like we we exchanged gifts. Real, I got some <laughs> everything. You know, I love everything, so I I love every gift that's given to me, and I, I got great shit um, stuff. Um, but uh, no, Christmas Day um, that night uh, before I uh, I watched Tenet, which is like really just amazing. <laughs> great Christmas movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> um and then I got like I uh I didn't get much of course I I didn't want much any I didn't even tell my parents I wanted anything but they got me stuff anyway and um 
I, I got like two huge um, kits, um, which I actually, uh, me and Colt actually started building uh, last night. I, I built one of them. It's a Master Grade um, Gundam Unicorn, um, and it um, it's uh, it's destroyed my fingers. My fingers are are bleeding. They're dying. It's so painful, and I'm messing with it right now as we speak because I'm trying to put it in destroy mode, and it's the hardest shit ever. Why did you do this to me, Bandai? I will just go <laughs> like, ahead and give this out there to anyone that's wanting to build or it has unicorn in their backlog or they're wanting to build a unicorn. It's the most painful kit to build physically to your thumbs. Uh, just squeezing these and, parts together is absolutely pain. Not only in the master grade form, but in the real grade form as well. I'd argue the real grade hurts your fingers more because the parts are so small and they love to stab you. Yes, I was about to say. I bet the real grade's even worse because it's so fucking small. But I will, and it's so time in, in, intensive too. But but if you like it in its unicorn form, then you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Um. Anyway, my fingers are dead. Uh, they hurt so much. I'm, I'm still trying to transform it. It's so hard. Um, so, yeah, I got two awesome kits. I got a new pair of uh, nippers, which are just cutters for Gunpla. Um, oh, man, let me think. I got a gift card. I got, I, Of course, I got, a, I got some money. Um, I got chocolate, and I ate all of it already. And then my – it was funny because my nephews got chocolate, but they kept leaving it here um, – they they left it here and uh, they drank one of my diet cokes one day, not my diet coke I don't drink diet coke Dr Pepper they drank one of my Dr Peppers one day and they didn't put any in the refrigerator so I was like I my dad I was like dad did they drink did anybody drink my one of my Dr Peppers and he's like yeah then your nephews did and I'm like okay and then I I went in there and I took their pieces of chocolate I'm like this is what they get for not putting in Dr Pepper in the refrigerator. And uh, he's like, I don't think he's like, I don't think they care. Just take it, Wenzel. So I took their chocolate as well. It was the Fourth um, of July um, Hershey's um, cookies and cream chocolate. So good, so freaking good. I can't get enough of it. I ate all of it. I ate. Oh my god. I'm not even gonna. It, I ate in a disgusting amount. Um, but it was so freaking good. <laughs> so many bars. Um, wow. Let me think. Uh, I got some clothes. Uh, I got like two t-shirts, and I think that's all I got. Uh, I, again, you know, I love I love what I got, and you know, had a blast. Oh yeah, I, I just remembered. I got myself a Christmas present, even though I ordered it like four days after Christmas. I I'm going to be the proud owner of every single uh, Berserk Deluxe uh volume. Wait, you. You you bought lots of giant like multi volume library editions of Berserk. Yes, I didn't pay full price though. Just no, I'm not gonna be that crazy, cause that'd be stupid expensive. It's still expensive, but Merry Christmas it's, to me. Holy shit! Merry Christmas. How many library ver- editions are there? Uh, there's only six out right now, but they release them every four months. Okay, cause I'm, I'm, they're probably like what three volumes in one at least. Yeah, it's up to eighteen at the moment. And there's yeah. 40 uh, normal volumes total. Okay. That's pretty rad. Yeah. The, yes, sir. Yeah, when he told me that, I thought he was insane. Um, I mean, Colt did, like, buy the entirety of Dune, more or less, a few months back. So why is why is buying a bunch of Berserk volumes 
that bizarre. No, it's no, it's not. I remember we were literally talking about it. I, I was talking to Cole. I was like, man, the art for the Berserk is crazy. You know that uh, that would be something um, I'd want to buy just for the art, but also I would want to read it. And then like not too long after, he's like, yeah, I uh, I did something nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know it, it's nothing you know nothing nothing wrong with that. And to be fair too. Uh, like what I did too with all the money I've gotten, I um I, w- I went to Second and Charles one day, um because they were having their um buy five get five used fiction book sale, um you know of course safe as always following procedure, uh went in there and I got like ten books, five of them free, the other five you know discounted and stuff. It was it was great. I I can't wait to read these for my new challenges here, um. I, I never read George Orwell's in 1984, so I got that. So that you know, th- a good one. Yeah, everybody talks about it. Everybody and their mother, or you know, their conspiracy theorist father, um, talks about it. So and they just don't understand what that book is actually about. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm excited to read that. Um. And then also, I I told Colt this because I've been reading Dune, and um, I'm in the part two of the book, and it's so freaking good. If you can get past part one, part two is just, it's just a ride. It just goes uphill. It's just so freaking good. And um, I was like, I already have Dune Messiah, and I I needed like uh, four more books. So I went ahead and bought the other four Dune with the nice uh, covers, all written by Frank Herbert. Um, Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. I only need to get two more Dune books and I'll be up to date. They released two Dune books over the last four months. To be fair, one's a graphic novel, but I still need them. Understandable. Who's next? John, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, So, yeah, we did the big uh, all-lads get-together. Uh, got some really awesome movies and hoodies and got lights for my room, which were really cool. Um, and then uh, Christmas Eve, we just sort of had a little thing at the house. We made a bunch of uh, little chicken minis you get for Chick-fil-A, but none of the homophobia. It, it looks and tastes like Chick-fil-A nuggies, but they're a different company, so you can eat it guilt-free. Nice. Okay. Exactly. Uh, and just a bunch of food, and I got so fucking full. Um, I got some really cool shit. Um, <laughs> Liz got me this little thing that just, uh, this little uh, embroidered piece that I'm going to put in a frame that just says there are whores in this house. Um, okay. Got some Ben Shapiro wordmanship in here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wet ass P word. Um, swamp ass bussy. Swamp ass. <laughs> Wet ass gushy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Side tangent. That is 100% worse <laughs> than wet ass pussy. I, we've had this conversation many times, but I'm sorry. No, y- your little radio friendly censored version makes me want to puke. Wait, they say wet ass gushy in the censored one? Yes. Yeah. That, that sounds disgusting. I don't think you should be able to censor that because that doesn't really censor shit. No, 
Apparently, you can't say pussy like open or radio play, but gushy is a suitable replacement, I guess. What about whores? I, I don't know. I, I guess you can say ho, but like it straight up was just like wet ass gushy. And every time I think that, I think this bitch's pussy is a fucking fruit gusher, and I kind of throw up in my mouth a little. I mean, wet ass pussy, you know, that's not disgusting. Wet ass gushy, what is that? What is that? I don't want to know. <laughs> but um, anyway, getting back on track, we. Uh, uh, Canon got me, uh, basically it was this book that has like all the storyboards from Parasite and oh, it's presented yeah. like in sequential order. Like it's a comic. Yes. Book. It's really fucking hell. Yeah, dude. And, uh, just me, Justin got me a few comics that were really fucking cool and shit like that. Um, it, because for our um, Christmas Eve, like you said, we had a, our roommate Christmas, and then Justin from the show, from the comic strip, who who's been observing quarantine procedures this whole time, he came to have Christmas with us with, with uh, as well. So we, he joined in in the gift giving. Yeah, it was real fun. And then we got full, and we watched uh, Fat Man, the Mel Gibson uh, Santa movie, which was it was so weird. Because like it, it, it is bizarre. Because for people who don't know, Batman is a movie that came out in 2020. Where Mel Gibson is a world weary Santa who's thinking about hanging up the the reins, and um, he's going out doing his pr- Christmas presents delivery, and he uh, runs afoul of this looking this like little shitty Republican youth boy who's like the heir of a CEO. And so the little chick kid gets a lump of coal. And to uh, defy Santa, he hires a hitman played by Walter Goggins to hunt down, track, and kill Santa Claus. And that's just the least weird thing in the movie? Uh, Yeah, because fucking... uh, I I was... Because the next day at Christmas, I was trying to explain this to my, my parents. And they were looking at me like I was fucking crazy. Because... The U.S. government, uh, because the U.S. government gives Santa a stipend to do what he does, but apparently it's not as much this year. But they contract him to build military aircraft, <laughs> so Santa's now a part of the military-industrial complex. Because Santa takes a contract because he's he's making he's making less and less money each year, and it's hard to like make presents for more and more children. So he has to be like, shit, I got to go in bed with Uncle Sam to get money just to stay open. And then, but then also elves are real with little jingle bells on their feet. And they have to have snipped off to show like, this is what happens when you work for the man. Yeah. And and then they, it it was fucking bizarre. And then Walton Goggins and Mel Gibson Santa have this like full on fight in the snow. Gunfight. And also, uh, Mel Gibson Santa has, like, one super strength and, like, Wolverine levels of healing factor. Yeah. However, he never... He, he gets his eye shot out, and that never uh, regenerates. But then, like, they, they kind of imply, like, he's like he's slowing down because he's so old. And, like, I will say, the movie does end in a, like, in, in a way I didn't expect. 
Because I I was expecting like okay, Sand, like Walter God's gonna come up and kill Mrs. Claus or something. And then it's a swerve. That's not what happens. And I was like, you know what? I had a good time watching it with, with the gang because yeah. it was just so bonkers. It, it, it was so it was the right amount of stupid. And when he fucking confronts the little kid at the end and is like, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> while, while he has a fucking eye patch, it's like, when did this become Metal Gear? <laughs> and also, we will say the little kid um, becomes in second at his um, science fair, and he threatens the winner, who's a little girl, with like a torturous electrocution if she doesn't lie and say she stole from him so he could win. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this movie is it, it's it's a movie. It's out there. Uh, it was a hit, but yeah. <laughs> and we went to bed at like ten o'clock because we were like all in just like a food coma. Yeah, because we ate like a bunch of chicken nuggets, a bagel bunch, bites, like literally like two hundred chicken nuggets, like a hundred bagel bites, cocktail weenies, cookies, rice krispies, rice krispies, and cider. And hot cocoa. And hot cocoa, which we had like a little hot cocoa volcano situation. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but explode uh, hot cocoa everywhere? Uh, Liz like turned around from it and was talking with, like, with some of us in the living room and didn't realize that it was boiling over until it was ah. like too late. So literally just like scalding hot, like chocolate, hot chocolate just like busted out of the pot and just like covered the entire. Uh, oven and then down like halfway through the floors it just like literally steam is shooting up off our uh, uh, kitchen it's just that hot yeah <laughs> then um okay and then the next day i went over to my parents and i stayed kind of the weekend and i uh, chilled there uh a big thing as far as like presents i got was um uh, uh, my parents got me a audio interface for the computer so I can plug in guitar and do guitar shit. Ooh. Oh, and hell it, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, and if I wanted like, you know, record vocals or whatever whatever other instrument, you can just sort of Does like plug it uh up like you said for vocals, could you core plug in like one of the mics you're using now? I know yeah. they're not made for singing, but they could <laughs> Okay, that's cool. XLR. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's just like an XLR port. Oh, sweet! You can plug it. Yeah, and, and then it came with like, uh, this like very baby version of uh Pro Tools, which was like, hell fucking yeah, because Pro Tools is expensive as shit. Even if is this is just like a super duper 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 basic ass version, and got some uh, also uh, some just like guitar software, positive grid, uh, bias FX the amps uh and basically you can just create any sort of guitar amp sound you want it sounds really good um the only issue i'm running into right now is latency uh yeah there, there's a little bit of the delay for when like i strum versus when it comes out of the speakers and, and that, that, that's a little annoying i'm gonna have to figure out how to do that uh how to cut down on latency because i'm very new to the music production and let's just say it's a lot it's a lot i'm like holy shit i thought you just plugged in and ready to go no nah. no nah. my dumb ass is like i might be too stupid for this 
Well, I believe. I believe. You. I think you can do it. You've got to take some time to learn yeah, just gotta... what you're doing. Exactly. But yeah, that was basically my Christmas. I mean, just spent some time with fam, the fam damly, and yeah. Noise. Hell yeah. Uh, my Christmas uh, with the with the boys, we had like we had a good gift exchange. I got a bunch of books, uh, a lot of Toku stuff. I got some Ultraman DVDs, and Tanner was crazy for this one. He got me a legit Common Rider belt, which I put on my wish list as a bit, and his ass went and got it, which I appreciate. Uh, the only downside is, as awesome as it is, uh, Darwin doesn't allow it in the house. What does, what does that, that mean? mean? Like when I when I whenever I w- wear it in the house or like turn it on or make its noise, Darwin screams at me and barks at me, so so I can't take it even out of my room. Even when, even when I turn it on in my room, he hears it and he's at my door barking ferociously. <laughs> yeah, Fan, uh, Pat got me a fan for Christmas. And Darwin fucking hates it. So I can't do my fucking sassy fan out thing anymore, and I'm sad. Because, like, Aww. John was really practicing that over our, our banter Christmas. And then he just, like, whenever he had, like, a sassy helmet, it's like, just, like, whip that bitch out. But, like, Darwin's just, like, no fun allowed. So we can't have, like, our cool accessories to, to whip out <laughs> right now. I like how we make it seem like Darwin is just a real person. He is. He is, but just... he rules. He pays rent. He pays the whole rent. Oh, bitch! No, he don't. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of you. <laughs> he don't pay for a goddamn thing. We got we got onto him and Piper the, just the other day. You're like, y'all don't pay shit in this house. Y'all don't know how good you got it. <laughs> they don't have to work. Uh, but with the with the rest of the for roommate Christmas. Um, uh, I got I got a little I got some other stuff I got a little uh, Ultraman pop from Canon I got this really interesting sketchbook program like IRL program where it's like um, it's this sketchbook is put out by this uh, art museum in New York where whatever you write or draw in the art in the sketchbook and you send it to the art museum uh, they put it in this traveling exhibit that goes around the country and. Anytime anybody interacts with it, you get like some notification or some like compensation for it, and so like just like all these hundreds of different artists and all your all your work is like involved in this like traveling exhibit with the New York Museum. Wait a minute, and this is you got uh, somebody got you a sketchbook from the Sketchbook Project. Yeah, yeah, that was Liz's uh, Christmas present to me. Hell yeah! So, um, so that'll be something I'll be working on. In, uh, over the year, um, and so you might see me in New York City in some capacity. Okay. And, and um, I got a great bit gift from Jonathan. He got me <laughs> the Blu-ray to Venom. Hell yeah. To what? To Venom. Venom, Venom, oh, gotta get him. Oh, God, yeah. God, yes, yes, yes. Because, like, I've been wanting to check it out, but, like, I wasn't about to pay 20 bucks to rent it. Yeah, I was yeah. just at Walmart one day, and I was just like... I, I can't leave without this right now. Because <laughs> fucking Pat will shit his britches. <laughs> and uh, I got a I got a really cool gift from Justin. It's a um, it's an art book slash history of drag. Oh hell so ba- yeah! Basically, it's, it's like this illustrated history of like the, the sort of the basic foundations of how drag got started, how it began to all the way now with like you know. 
RuPaul and Dragula and stuff like that. It's a really cool book. Hell yeah. On top of a bunch of comics and like collected editions. So like we had a pretty a pretty cool Christmas at the house. And then I went to see my folks. Um it was it was pretty nice, low low key. Um I got got some clothes from my folks and like some manga from my sister. Um and like two hundred bucks cash from my family, which you know, sweet. And so we went when we went up to my our our extended family it was just kind of funny because I got to meet my um, my baby cousin for the first time, who's named after two anime characters, and like watch my my family sort of like bond over guns and like leftist politics. <laughs> That's so strange. <laughs> because like all the younger like people in my family are fairly left leaning, yeah, and, but also really like guns. People like all the other guys in my family like. My two cousins and my sister's boyfriend is like, hey, check out my uh, my pistol. And they're just like swapping those around, checking those out. It's like, hey, check out my kit. Check out my AR. And, I, and it's also just like Trump's an idiot, right? <laughs> yeah. I've only got one tiny corner where it's left in my family, and that's it. <laughs> Very tiny corner. I'm talking less than five people. Uh, no, yeah, that that's how it would be. It's just, like I said, it's just like my... But the people in my family that are like on my dad's side that are yeah. approximately my A's are all more or less left leaning. So, so as you know, which is fun, but also just like also that there is, there is a weird part of leftist Twitter at least where like they're like fuck Trump and fuck uh, capitalism, and also we really like guns. Yeah, if you go far is- enough left, you get them back. Apparently, that's what I keep seeing on the internet. Basically, it's just this, like, tiny sliver in the middle of the political spectrum that's just like, you know, guns, I think they're kind of dangerous, right? And everyone else is like, no, fuck you. Guns are awesome, all right? Yeah, because, like, how else are they going to defend themselves when the... uh when all the, when the right tries to viciously take over with their fascistic regimes, they need weapons too, apparently. Because <laughs> you can't. Fight I just want to be happy without getting shot, please. So, the the troubles of being in the very very left <laughs> portion of politics. Because guess what, the right doesn't have this level of fractured infighting. That is very true. So, but enough of that. Enough of politics. Uh, we're, we'll get back to fun stuff. But we'll get back to politics somehow because we're we're just cursed to live in this world, aren't we? A hundred percent. And um, so uh, I was I had the house to myself for the biggest part of the weekend because Liz and Cannon they were gone for their families and John was gone to theirs. So I had nice some nice weekend with the dogs, you know, and, enjoying all my uh, candy. And that means I got to have all the leftover chicken nuggets to myself. Wow, home alone. So I got to eat chicken nuggets almost exclusively for three days. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> it's the only way you gotta fight. You gotta survive somehow. Yeah, you gotta survive. It's either that. It was a real struggle. All those nuggets, uh, they were so tasty, but I was struggling. <laughs> it's either that or the dogs, Darwin. It's either that or Darwin. Oh, no. <laughs> I had to exert my dominance on Darwin. I was just like, I, I'm here. I get to wear my common rider belt and fight evil. You can't stop me. <laughs> I imagine you go into the living room with your common rider belt. You have both of them on, both common rider belts on. 
and you just activate them at the same time while you're eating chicken nuggets, and you're just saying, you can't stop me. I'm the only one here now. No one can stop me. <laughs> Colt, did you have a camera in my house? Because that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and Darwin just screaming at the top of his lungs. His paws turn into human hands, and he starts slapping the hardwood floor. <laughs> I don't know why that was just a thought that came the, to my the, head. The, the things that set that dog off are I don't understand like he hates sticks anything that's shaped like a stick he viscerally hates no probably snakes why like, I, I don't know Snake. like sticks are any... supposed to be like the best friend of dogs snakes. like we can't sweep we can't vacuum Oh well, like, every dog hates vacuums. Liz can't like curl her hair with a with a with a straightening iron or anything. No, it's just bork 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 bork. It's it's a struggle sometimes. God love them, but it's a struggle. Well, my baby Sasha, she's a little sweetheart. She only is a, she's yeah. only scared of plants. Lucas just barks randomly, no cause. Like I I don't think I really know what he likes and dislikes. He's crazy. He's I've had him Lucas since is just a ball of chaos. <laughs> he really he, is. He just screamed. It, 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 are y'all so worried making him wear diapers? No, oh, because we, he just he just doesn't wear them anymore. He just kicks them off. Because I remember that was a thing for a minute. Yeah. I, I'll never forgive that dog for biting me in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? I mean, we we were. God, this had to be like middle school it, it was when y'all were in that that trailer in east brookwood and yeah that was like when we first got him when he was a baby yeah i just like first got and it's like oh he cute and then uh we were going to birmingham for something and and i was about to leave my wallet and i was like oh hold on one second so i'm going back to cody's room and fucking Lucas just runs up, jumps up, bites me straight up on the ass. Like like a cartoon bit. Like he's just like, arr, 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 just like, I on your ass. And, and, and then he lets go. I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> it, it, he's mellowed out a whole lot in his he older has. age. He hasn't really been biting since like 2014. Yeah, yeah. he just, I mean, he's really shy. God, he's getting up there too, isn't he? Yeah, he's like uh, thirteen now. Wow, he's, he's older than old I realized. Doggy, yeah. With white dogs, you can't really see age because uh, gray hairs yeah. just blend in. Makes sense. Yeah, very timid little guy. Yeah, that's when our mom's not home. But whenever she is home, he is all energy, and he will just play with you. When, um, whenever um. Sasha, uh, sometimes when she won't, whenever we call her name, she won't come to you. So, like, what I have to do is I'll have to um, squat down and um, call her. And then if I put both of my hands on my chest, I say, come here, Sasha. And she comes up to me and she, like, she kind of puts her paws on my shoulders so that, like, we are, like, face to face and I can pet her and stuff. They're people. Dogs are people. Dogs are the only, I think I read this, dogs are the only domesticated animals that will look humans in the eye. And um, and that when they're scared, they'll... Nova looks me in the eye. Who? Nova? Yeah. N- Nova, um, the, doc- He's the doctor's my cat. family cat. Yeah. But, but Nova doesn't fear 
God or death. Yeah, Nova's a little bitch. Nova's anyway, a little um, shit. <laughs> well, you know, um, hold on. Let me finish my what, my statement. They'll look you in the eyes whenever they're scared, um, and they'll run toward. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a fact. It was like cat domesticated cats and domesticated horses and whatever domesticated animals they'll run away from you but domesticated dogs will always run towards humans instead of running away and they'll look you in the eyes when they're scared or like even like well, i know liz brought this up too because like on what wenzel said like it, even if like cats like know you and know you're safe they'll still run away because that's what their instincts tell them when like they're afraid or in danger but dogs run toward you in that situation yeah it's really, it's really neat. And um, as for New Year's, uh, it was an uncharacteristically mellow New Year's for the art house. Yeah, because normally we go out, but you know, thanks to Trump and COVID, that that wasn't a thing. So, and you know, we're we're definitely not strangers to like partying up just the four of us, but we just we weren't really feeling it that night. We just kept it pretty mellow. But yeah, our New Year's was pretty chill. It, it, although we will say there was a little activity because our next door neighbor decided to to drop fucking waters uh, outside next door at like eight forty two at night. <laughs> God, yeah, me and Cannon were downstairs just chilling and talking, and then I thought we were getting shot at. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, like I legit because I was in my bedroom at the back of the house and I heard like something go off. I was like, fuck, did someone shoot off a gun outside the front door? And it's like our our neighbors they were they were shooting like fireworks, but for some reason these were like big fireworks, but they weren't going high. They were just like ten feet in the air at the most. Like it's like they're dropping bombs on top of the house. Like we're being like drone striked or some shit. It um it had to be because of the wind and the rain. It it was like really windy that day because no like legit same thing for me. Our neighbors were shooting fireworks, and they just weren't going high. And um. It sounded like it sounded like explosions on ground level. Like it was ridiculous, yeah. man. Um, which I was surprised. Sasha wasn't actually that scared. She was actually doing fine. You know, I needed to. I needed to be with her. But other than that, she was. She wasn't loud or anything, which was kind of strange because having Gabby and Daisy for so long, they would always bark on Fourth of July or New Year's. They'd always bark like crazy because they were just like they were just like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah I could even hear the fireworks blowing up over the mic. Uh, Wenzel and I were bringing in the New Year playing Fortnite. And, like, I could just hear just loud-ass booms from his end. <laughs> uh, like, Darwin and Piper, they were fairly skittish that night, but mercifully they didn't cheat off too long New Year's night. So we were we were all in bed by, like, 15 till midnight, so it was pretty quiet on our end. Oh, wow. Um, so... Me and Cole, what we did for New Year's was like he said, we did for, we were playing Fortnite, and um, did we uh, did we play with Tanner? No, we didn't play with Tanner until uh, shit. I think we did play with Tanner. Yeah, I don't know why I cannot remember, but like okay, but like the big thing with Fortnite was that there was an event going on where like every time somewhere in the world it was New Year's, um, a giant disco ball or a giant ball would show up and there would be a countdown. And um, when it finally hit New Year, the game forced every player to dance. Um, Even if you're in combat, you're in a very important (laughs) section of the map. Like, it happened to me where I was shooting at someone point blank, 
And then it forced me to dance. And we just danced each other in the face until I eventually killed him. But it was so frustrating. <laughs> it was it was just so funny because uh, Cole was getting in a fight, and I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. We, me and, yeah, Tanner was there. Um, I was like, me and, I was like, Tanner, we need to go we need to go after him, go back him up. And uh, we're swimming, and then as we're swimming, just start dancing. Like, okay. <laughs> it was so, oh, my God, it was so, um, it was kind of funny, but it was also kind of annoying. But then it was cool because when it officially hit New Year for us, it hit, like, exactly when it should have for us. So that was pretty That was pretty cool and, um, you know, had a fun time. Uh, we've been doing – we've been playing so much Fortnite. We've been getting so far because at the end of the Battle Pass, you get a little baby Grogu, and we fucking want it. I need that little baby so he can follow me around in Fortnite and watch me die. Yeah, um, we're like level ninety something. I I care. We're in the nineties right now. You get them at level one hundred, and um, we've been working our asses off completing all the quests. It's been so fun. Hell yeah, yeah. The same. I brought this year in the same way I brought twenty twenty in. I don't know if that's a bad omen, but we'll have to find out. <laughs> uh, nothing. Nothing wrong with consistency. Nah, nothing at all. Also, Fortnite has taken our money. I'll just say it. Yes, uh, let's just say Winslow and I saw that the Renegade, the famous TikTok dance, was in the item shop, and we kind of spent money to get the Renegade in Fortnite. Yeah, and Tanner was showing on Twitter that he had the Master Chief skin bought, and then also Master Chief doing the Renegade. Yeah. <laughs> he said, if you guys see it in the shop, please tell me. Please, please tell me. Like, that's not a lie. And I just searched it up, and we were mid-building our unicorns, and I was like, oh, shit, Wenzel, you renegades in the shop. And we stopped building for a little bit to buy Renegade. Yep. <laughs> we we all get on PlayStation 5, and we're like, we're not going to play. We're not going to play. We're just going to buy Renegade. And we've all bought Renegade. So it was a great bit. Uh, uh, there, there was one more thing that we got into this weekend. Uh, I, I put a video in chat of it. Um, but the the house, uh, Liz, Ken, John, and I, we had a little like, science experiment <laughs> that we got into over the weekend. Because I uh, came across this video on TikTok that if you put a egg between your your hands and and you squeeze it together, but don't interlock your fingers, it won't break. And uh, we 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 uh, we videotape our findings, and I, I put the video in chat. So if y'all want to watch that before we get, I to do want to watch it. But first, I want to say I think it's bullshit. I haven't seen it yet, but I. I know I could break that egg. I feel like I could crush it instantly. Zero effort. <laughs> I'm watching it right it, now. It's surprisingly hard. <laughs> Let me see. Jonathan just crushes it. Okay. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I just got to, yeah, Jonathan crushing it all over his shirt. You know, that's such a job thing to happen, though. <laughs> because, like, uh, in the video... Uh, Can starts it off. He puts the egg between his hands. He uh, doesn't lace his finger. He presses as hard as he can. Doesn't break. Then I get the same egg and I try. I can't break the egg. Then like the second John does it, smashes the damn thing. <laughs> like, and I, the, bam. And the thing is, that's the second time we did it. We we, we tried it with a farm fresh egg, like because we have somebody who has chickens who gives us their eggs. And like a store-bought egg. And they both busted with Jonathan each time. I just, 
I feel like I could easily do that. I feel like I have a lot of force in my hands that I could do that with. Yeah, my uh, my hands are like um, paddles. <laughs> Wooden paddles. I mean, Jonathan proved it. I, you know what? I'm on Jonathan's team. Y'all weak. <laughs> I'm going to say Jonathan stronger than science. I am. He, he's, he's Jonathan part of the, stronger than science. Yeah, Jonathan is in the top 1% that he, he has to... to the strength to overwrite the laws of physics. Yeah, he's going to be a new element on the t- t- element table science. What's what's the letters you want for your uh, element, Jonathan? <laughs> F-U. <laughs> uh, like, I think that's already an element. What your element name? Uh, uh, Linehanium? No, uh, J-Lo. The, fuck, you, fuck you in the assium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Suck my fucky <laughs> Table of elements. Yeah, I don't think there's a... Wait, hold up. F-U is a... Yeah, it's a common uh, joke that people make uh, for science nerds, and it's called F-U Curseum. Uh, yeah, but, that, that sounds like... Science teacher. A kid man. I would throw in the toilet. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, all the chemistry nerds, what do they got? Yeah, fucking engineering degrees and shit. All right, let's, we're pulling up the periodic table of elements here. Make sure uh, your letter isn't fit yet. I don't unless think they, it is. Unless they, unless they just put together F and U somewhere, which that would be the bit. But F, U, this, this exists by itself. Because yeah, you have F over here and you have F, U down there. Yeah, what's uh, F's what? Iron? No, F-E. F-E was F-E's iron. F-E's iron, sorry. F-E. Ah. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at it right now. Because it sounds like it would probably be on there, but it's I don't think it is. Yeah. There's P-U. Yeah, because F is, for, is fluorine, and, and then U is uranium. Yeah. Man, it's been forever since I've seen the periodic table. Because we're not nerds. Yeah, we're not in high school anymore. And I guess, and I remember back when the periodic table still had, like, missing elements on there. I get you're showing your age there, Pat. Just how far science has come. You know, I totally had something to say, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, now I remember. Uh, Jonathan's super strong. I have precognitive dreams. Uh, what are your guys' superpowers? Uh, Pat's immune to bad acting. Yeah, that's right. I can watch any movie and not be bothered by how bad the acting is. That, it's a pretty nifty power. Nope. So. Uh, super long balls. <laughs> it's very long. Well, two people have no, wait, bad I, powers. <laughs> I mean, I would rather have that power than like turn into like a a blob, like I mean, like a little like sack of jelly. You know, in, in terms of X Men roulette, that's coming out pretty ahead. <laughs> long, uh, yeah, sure. Like there, there was that one dude who turned into like a, a humanly proportionate bird, and he's terrifying. Look oh up, God! Look up Beak from X Men. I don't know if I want to, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um. Well, Col- Cole, if you have really long balls, like, how do you put those away? Uh, n- no, thank how you. How do I what? How do you put away your balls if they're really long? Yeah, they're in a yeah. giant metal tube. They're like normal width of testicles, uh, testicles, but they're like super long. I put them in like a shotgun barrel, a double barrel. I mean, this is disgusting, Pat. Why did you tell me to go? But I mean, this? a barrel, a barrel, are two separate holes, and like your balls are connected. I'm, I'm. We were just saying that. Would 
you know, folks at home, Google Beak X Men, and you'll see why you how you'd rather have bad acting immunity or disproportionately long balls than turn into like this grotesque Birdman. Now, granted, they did some bullshit where they like b sheet him up in in later drawings, like he made him more like classically handsome, but he's still a fucking grotesque Birdman. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> I don't like this, Pat. Why did you tell me to look this up? Yeah, now see, I'm, I'm going to think about it. Hold on. I'm telling you, th- you're coming out ahead. Because uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing the Birdman, but I'm also seeing this one that's really just absolutely disgusting. Uh, I send it in the chat. Yeah, like, he has, like, these feathers made of, like, flesh or something. It's fucked up. I see, like, or it could be, like, Blob Herman, who's literally his body turned into this giant... Like carapace of paraffin wax with like his skeleton and his organs and eyeballs floating freely in it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Look, but look at what I just sent. I'm looking. I don't like it. Yeah, uh, Wenzel just sent a a (laughs) realistic take of Beak uh, fan art in chat, and he just looks like he's a this turkey scrotum man. I I hate looking at this. I am so just. Mm. He kind of yeah. looks like Jim Carrey. Who? I I that's an insult and a half. I don't see that at all. Wait, who's like looks like who? Jim Carrey. <laughs> that's not who I thought you said. But either way, it would have been an insult. <laughs> what to beak? <laughs> nah, kid. Jim Carrey, pretty cool. Oh, fuck, I forgot. I did watch some movies uh, release day for Christmas. I watched Soul and Wonder Woman. I gotta say, both are pretty damn good. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. Not as much as I did the first movie. But Wonder Woman, it's great. It's not as good as the first one. It's still... It's fun. It's got a lot of stuff that... It's not good with some of the stuff... It's you'll just have to watch it to, uh, to understand what I'm talking about, but it's pretty good. A positive Soul, opinion though, about Wonder Woman two. Who would have thought? I I know everywhere I look, I see hate like it's the worst movie ever, and it's really not that bad. I don't understand the hate. They need to rewatch Suicide Squad. I saw some opinions saying it's worse than Suicide Squad, which okay, uh, that, that is objectively wrong. Like you, you cannot like it, sure, but like there is no physical way it's worse than Suicide Squad or Justice League. I mean, seriously, like, holy like, shit! Like re rewatch some people either of those or watch Venom. <laughs> At least God. Venom's good for bits. Those two weren't. God, it, that that's just like when fucking Star Wars chodes were like. The Last Jedi is worse than the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones combined. I'm like. <laughs> Bitch, have you seen those movies recently? Because they just bad. say you hate women. Just say yeah. You just hate say women. you hate women and brown people. Stop. Stop beating around the bush. Just say it. Also, yeah. to go to a happier note, Soul was amazing. Uh, it's an absolutely fantastic movie. It's a Pixar movie uh, and a half. It's made by the same person who made uh, Up. And a few other Pixar movies, but that's the big one that comes to mind. He also did. It's very. He also did very uh, Inside Out. Yes, Inside Out. So you know you're going to be crying a good bit, but it was a nice, good cry. 
I recommend everybody go see it if you like Pixar even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not go see a- it. Just get it on Disney, please. Yeah, watch it in your house because that's where everybody else is. That was on my list. I was kind of waiting for folks to come back home to watch it, but then there's other stuff come up. But like that's definitely on my like hot two list to watch as soon as I can. It was. Uh, uh, on animated, I did watch a movie. Um, it was on my Netflix list for a while. Um, Over in the Moon. It's a um, Chinese CG or it's a it's a CG animated movie with a predominantly Chinese cast and story. And uh, it's it's really good. It's super cute. It, um, very heartwarming. It feels unfair and reductive to call it like Pixar light, but because that's like of course Disney and Pixar's are are the animation overlords, so it's kind of hard not to compare the two. But like. Yeah. I think it stands well enough on its own, and it has some really good music in it, and like it's just a genuinely like fun, lighthearted movie. And plus, to to see a movie with like a predominantly Asian cast is really cool. So that's definitely uh, I I, I uh, strongly recommend. It's on Netflix too, so easy to watch. Yeah, as far as like movies, been watching. Um, caught up on a couple David Lynch movies I haven't seen. Watch The Elephant Man. Before it went off Criterion Channel, really good. Um, however, one that the one that caught me off guard was I watched The Straight Story, which is it's, it is a straightforward movie from David Lynch. It's on Disney Plus. What? Uh, yeah, it's about a man on. Uh, he gets news that his brother had a stroke, and he. Uh, wants to patch things up with him so he hitches shit up to his lawnmower and drives across state lines to see his brother and meet some people on the way and it is really freaking good and really freaking emotional it's wow uh, yeah this is definitely going in my watch list it looks good from just what i'm seeing here oh yeah wow. and i mean and, and it is so like antithetical to what david lynch usually does it's like it's nice to see that he can do like a really straightforward movie and it really pull all the emotional punches mm-hmm. um yeah. so yeah those were good and then me and pat watched a movie yeah, yesterday the, our first movie of 2021 and we hit it off to a pretty wild start and that was uh on Alejandro Jodorowsky's El Topo. The original midnight movie. Yes. And it was... A movie. It was something else because, like, obviously, words really can't describe, can't don't do justice to what the film is. And it's just, it's just dreamlike and, like, provocative. And anime as fuck. Like, there's, like, some legit anime bullshit that happens in this movie. Like, in the middle, it's just like, okay, this is really cool. It takes, like, an interesting turn in the second half. It's like, this feels like a different movie, but still has some interesting things to say. It it says them in a way that's very sort of provocative and maybe very confrontational and upsetting to certain audience members because it's not... It, this movie is not for everybody. It's definitely not for everyone. But with, with trying to reserve the impact of what happens... For those who watch it, but it's if you're in a certain type of frame of mind, certain type of movie enjoyer, 
this will be up your alley. Otherwise, this will be too bizarre and uncomfortable for a lot of people to watch. Yeah. Um, I was under the influence most of the time, and I feel like if I was sober, I still would not know what the fuck was going on uh, for a good chunk of it anyway. And there was, it was a really good bit. Well, after the movie was over, John and I were quiet for a bit, and I was like, it's time for our usual movie talk. And I just run off the mouth of like all these different thoughts and interpretations. He comes up with this like fucking doctoral thesis on this movie. (laughs) And I'm just listening patiently because I'm like enjoying it because I did not get any of it from the movie. But I was just like, because I was like, oh, that's a movie. But like, (laughs) I was like, holy shit, this is really fucking cool. Yeah, Johnson definitely had like a bruh face on after the movie was over. (laughs) And somehow I was just like, the wheels were turning and I was just like picking up what this movie was possibly putting down. I mean, it's so abstract in places that, I mean, probably, you could probably come up with any sort of interpretation. I, I don't think anything in the movie was random, but just knowing Alejandro Jodorowsky, like he's definitely... A crazy person. So... Um, everything in the movie was deliberate, but I don't know if anybody else but him would really know what happened. Also, we found a new movie streaming app, um, Mubi. Yeah, it's called Mubi, where it's it's like this curated film festival type thing, where like every day they bring in a movie and kick out a movie. So oh, okay. like, and, and right now they have three of uh, Hodorowsky's movies on there. So. And they have a really interesting selection. Like, uh, there was one that we found that was, like, more or less a Japanese version of, to, to put it, to, like, re- to, to reduce it. But very, it was, like, a very, like, Japanese shape of water where this woman yeah. falls in love with a, a kappa. Yeah. Okay. That, I'm interested to check that out. It's a, It's got some pretty interesting pics in there where I don't know where you'd find these movies otherwise. So, uh, yeah. did, Wendell, do you have any movies or are you, uh, are you good? Um, sorry, I've been, I'm still messing around with my unicorn. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, my last movie of 2020 was, a was a nice little doc called Nostalgia for the Light. Um, it's about, um, Chile, um, how there's, um, observatories in Chile that they use to, you know, look at the stars and stuff like that. But then also not in Chile, there's history about, um, a lot of history involving um, sort of like revolution and um, concentration camps and stuff like um, stuff like that. It's really um, and the CIA interfering with their democratically elected elections. Uh, no, that 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 really isn't talked about. It's just mainly like Chile's history of what it's done to its own people. Um, yeah. And like, uh, it's just, it's really sad because um, not too far from one of the observatories, there's women, these old women who are going out in the desert. And what they're looking for is they're looking for um, the bones of either their husbands, their parents, or their brothers who were um, just taken. And um, what they did with a lot of these political prisoners is they killed them. And instead of, uh, they would, uh, if they buried their bodies, they dug, they dug them up and they don't know exactly what happened to them, but it's, it's, uh, rumored or it's theorized that he either threw them, he put them in bags and threw them in the ocean or he threw their bodies into the desert. And now these women are trying to look for them. Some of them have found, you know, um, 
bones and stuff. And because the desert, you know, there's no humidity, um, they're they're um, they're not like all the way decayed. So like they'll find like this one woman found um, her brother's sh- uh, foot in his shoe, and it was just it was really really sad. And like the thing is too, like this is like this happened, you know, year like. Um, it's been it, it happened like I think in the seventies, and um yeah it was at the the rise of Pinochet yes yes Pinochet and yeah. um it, it was just it was really it was really good really sad, um and then um, yeah they they would disap- they they called it disappearing people yeah yeah exactly um and it was just and it was just really interesting how like everybody in this area, you know, kind of shared a lot, kind of like they all share like some kind of, um, some kind of interest, which having to do with the stars, having to do with space. It, it was just, it was really, that was really interesting. And, um, yeah, that was my last movie. That was, um, I kept at 120. And then my first movie on January 1st was, uh, a movie I've been wanting to watch for a while, uh, Possessor directed by Brandon Cronenberg. Uh, loved it. I, Brutal movie, absolutely brutal movie. Wow, uh, fucking right, yeah, holy shit, <laughs> that was crazy, and uh, I, I loved it. I, I thought what it had to say was good. Its visuals were great. You know, Brandon Cronenberg. You know, he's not. It was like I watched it, and I was like, you know, it's obviously a Cronenberg movie, but it's not a David Cronenberg. It's a Brandon Cronenberg, and I really like that. Um, about this, so yeah, I I started off the year I think pretty good with, with Watcher Possessor. I loved it. I was very interested to see what your opinion because I knew Colt and I had seen it and us talking about. It, I know you're very excited to get to it. So like hearing that you just like loved it, I kind of anticipated that. But I was excited to hear you talk about like what your opinions on the movie were. Yeah, man, it was. Yeah, it was it was exactly what I wanted. Um, and very surprising at the same time. It was just, it was crazy. Like, wow. <laughs> I, I like, oh, like, yeah. I can't believe, you know, I can't believe I missed it. Like, man. We finally got around to it. Like, there were a couple movies that came out at the end of the year that I wanted to get to, but then, like, just the stuff we had to do, like, I knew I wasn't going to be able to get to it. So, like, starting off 2021 would be a good time. Like, there's, like, Tanner got to him a couple of, like, Sound of Metal, yes. uh, Another Round, um, Kajillionaires. Uh, he, he tied it off the year with those. Those were like some bigger movies that came out at the very, very end of the year that like I definitely want to get to, hopefully within the next few weeks. Yeah, no. Um, t- Tanner, you know, he he won't be able to talk about it. But, um, yeah, he, he just messaged us, and he, he just went on one day. He talked about um, – he just watched Sound of Metal, uh, Another Round, like – Pat and Kajillionaire, like Pat said, and um, I, I was like, God damn, those are like the three movies. Uh, well, those are three movies I've been wanting to watch like for the past. Like I, I knew about the Sound of Metal, and then I knew it it like came to prime like a month, or a few months, maybe a few months ago. I can't remember. Uh, and I was like, Oh shit, I need to watch this because it ha- it's it's great. I heard it's great. It has Riz Ahmed in it, one of my favorite actors. He's in it, so I was like, I gotta watch it. And then Kajillionaire, I've been seeing ads for Kajillionaire all year and i've been wanting to watch it and it just you know it didn't stream anywhere until finally when it was released physically it's like okay now it's streaming and then another round like you said just came out and tanner described it like mads at his peak and i'm like yeah i need to watch this like 
wow, man, what a way to top off the year. Definitely going to be, you know, I'm definitely going to try to watch those this month or at least this year. Because shit. I think before we wrap up today, um, since we're getting started at 21, there is a couple of things I wanted to look back from last year. And I did want to bring to the table our top 10 episodes for 2020. Um, and like a little behind the curtains, uh, we talked about it on Twitter, but literally December, uh, was our best month of the year far and away. I know 2020 was a big, was a big kerfuck, but y'all really came through. Y'all helped us out. We really appreciate y'all just listening and forced, uh, this last month and all year, really, like I said, biggest month of the year. Christmas day was our biggest single play day of the year. Uh, and, uh, this month. Or December 2020 was not only our best month of 2020, it was our second best month in our entire history, which is like, hell yeah. Thank y'all so much for listening uh, over the holidays and all year. But our top 10 episodes for 2020 were at number 10, the non-canon files, Sonic the Hedgehog review. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine was episode 146, the AYC8's keynote address. Was basically what we we set our our initial plans for 2020 out. Uh, it didn't quite work out that way, but people really listened to that, and that was when Tanner sort of made his announcement that he would be officially leaving the show. Uh, but I I would say don't count uh, Tanner out just yet. We may be hearing from him in the future, uh, maybe in a different capacity, maybe on this show. We'll we'll let you know when that happens. But stay tuned. Number eight was episode 147, Wenzel's Critter Chat. Hey, hey, what's up? Thank you, guys. Uh, man, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to thank my uh, my pets for this award. Um, Boss, Clater, Co, Java, Sasha, Gabby, rest in peace. Daisy, rest in peace. Love you guys. Um, like to thank my parents, um, for you know for telling me to when are you gonna make money from this? Uh, thank you. Fortnite. Thank Fortnite. Thank you, Fortnite. Forget thank you, bus Fortnite. driver. Yay! Thank you, bus driver. So yeah, I will say your episode has had like some pretty consistent plays all throughout the year. But like that, it was it was really cool to see that one blow up. Uh, episode number seven is episode one, the number seven episode one hundred sixty two, the E3 Memoriam slash Summer Games twenty twenty pre show. It was basically us that that was the start of the first episode in June or, or more or less us talking like our big sort of talk of what E3 would have been like what it would be like without E3 and just like setting up what all the games were expecting to see over the summer. And that got a lot of play throughout the year. Um, number six was episode 141, Resolutions, Color Greens, and Crime, which is one of our, probably our first episode of, first regular episode of 20, uh, not 2020, because the first episode was Cat's review. Yeah. Basically, uh, it was just Colt Wenzel, me, and a friend of the show, Matt, just hanging out, shooting this shit in my bedroom because our basement was flooded at the time and just having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very fun episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Hell yeah. Uh, not, I remember we said like our New Year's uh, predictions and stuff like that. Let's just say, uh, <laughs> uh, let's just say hey, that. That's all I'm going to say. For at that. least our resolutions came true, I think. I mean, I, I hit my movie goal, my book goal. I did not buy more mouth instruments. <laughs> that did not happen. Yeah, that's true. I, I think my resolution was just to be more honest about my art and what I want to do with it. And I say that was pretty, it's a very nebulous goal. I think I, that was more or less achieved. Um, 
Number five was episode 145, and that's the 2020 Oscar prediction show. Which, like, yeah. I was, I was kind of surprised uh, how much this took off, and not only during that month, but throughout the rest of the year, how people kept going back to listen to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. And I will say the um, the picture I did for that episode was probably one of the favorite pieces I've done for the show. Yay. Which is all of us, like, in suits and tuxes, like, hanging out uh, with Oscars. I was really proud of that piece. That was good. Um, episode, number four is episode 144, and that's Would You Rather 3, which, like, that got a pretty consistent play. And that was a, that was really funny, too, because, like, talking about, like, oh, would you rather... I'm trying to remember what some of the bits were. Like, would you rather ha- have a used toothbrace or used underpants? <laughs> was that the one where the feet, wheels, and sword arm came from? No, that came... That came before, didn't it? I don't know. I thought, I thought I, that was a would you rather. It, it was. was, but like that was would you rather three. I, uh, I don't. I can't remember if it was from that one or one or two. Uh, I'm still on sword for arms, um, just because. I feel like that might have been it. Well, if it was, then fine. But I'm gonna say this though, just because there's no animal in nature that has anything remotely wheel-like for feet, so it doesn't make sense to have wheels for feet. Swords, though, you can find that everywhere in nature. Praying mantis, swordfish, sawfish, sort of sword like, goblin shark. <laughs> Wheels make go faster though. But yes. it doesn't. Sword do not. It, oh my god, it just it won't work. <laughs> the, the what are you talking about? Feet. You know what roller skates are? <laughs> Bitch, those are artificial. I just gave you my scientific still wheels on your feet. Just because it's natural doesn't mean it's good, Wenzel. Yeah, but besides, Wenzel, there, there are animals that roll anyway. Armadillos, pill bugs. But like, do, no, 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 no. Sonic the fucking hedgehog? Come on. There's some <laughs> dogs that need wheelchairs because they have their legs amputated. Oh, my God. That does not count. Anyway, armadillos and pill bugs, their whole bodies. That's not their feet. And, Maybe and also dogs that need wheelchairs. Evolution is a process. Anyway, the dogs that need wheelchairs, they have extra they usually have extra legs to help them move. It's part of their mobility. You would just have Also, that doesn't matter just because it happens in nature. I don't care. I want Every yeah, part it's of my a body naturalistic fallacy. You know what? I, I, yeah, but so, like, I fucking wish. There's funny stuff that nature does, but I don't, I don't agree with that. Wasps, fuck them. Yeah. I, you know, I fucking wish we could have a simulation right now where I could prove you wrong and chop you up into little fucking pieces with my sword arms, you pieces. Why of- would you do that? That's a crime. You In you, a simulation? Uh, it's not a crime in a simulation. I it's mean, a simulated yeah. crime. You're going to simulated jail. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, then we should all be in jail for playing Call of Duty or Fortnite. Yes. God. Yeah. I say arrest gamers. <laughs> I'm with you, Pat. Arrest them. I'm in a. Oh my God. I'm in a podcast with they idiots. Uh, but uh, moving on. Number three was episode. Uh, actually, w- one of our early episodes came back in a big way. Episode 54. Worst episode two. Even worse. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is that the one we did at Wenzel's house? No, the first worst episode was when we did at Wenzel's house. Mm. It was? Because, God, that, that fucking episode, there's some fucking crazy bits in it. Yeah. I remember the gorilla, Donald Trump acting like a gorilla because of the monkey channel. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and we had, and we then, had Transformers in that one. And uh, Wenzel talking about jerking off the anime and com- coming blood. 
Yes, okay. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> that was a good episode. That was the first one, though. I don't remember the second one almost at all. The, the, no, the second one, I, I wasn't there, and there's there's a lot of, like, talk about Bobby Flay and shit. Okay. okay. I'm shitting yourself. No, I, I don't remember, I, but I know that's what we probably talked about. <laughs> yeah. Um, episode, uh, number two for 2020 was the non-canon files winter 2020 anime review. Mm. Of course, animes. I knew anime would show up eventually. Anime is always a big one. Always in at least one of the top ten. Um, but surprisingly, the number one episode of 2020 was also another old episode, and that's episode 87, Thrifty Santa. Oh, oh. Yeah, by a considerable margin, too. Because not only did Thrifty Santa get more plays this year than the year it came out in 2018, it is now the most played episode in AYC8's history by a significant margin. What the fuck? Because it got it got over 200 plays this year alone. Oh. Wow. Well, hell yeah. Thank you, people listening. Thank you. I, I remember doing I loved doing the uh, thrifty episodes. Yeah, no, they were fun. Thank you to everybody who's, you know, stuck with us. Uh, that make wow, this makes us happier than you can imagine. Because, it, like, as, as weird as it is, like, it's it been, like, a surprisingly good year for the podcast like as as much struggles it went through just through in life and like changing through the changes that happened on the show like y'all came out and supported us and listened and like we were like knocking on last year like not not by much like you know if the year had gone a little longer things would have been different i think this would have been our best year. our biggest year to date and but that sort of just even with all these handicaps, we still came out in force. Y'all really helped us, and so we had a great year in 2020 uh, on the podcast, at least. We uh, we hope we hope our show helped y'all out over the course of that tumultuous year, and we hope going forward in this year we can continue to put some levity, some fun, and just some good time in your years and your life. And um, we're we're really looking forward to what we do this year. We don't know everything we're gonna do this year. But we're going to work that out, and you're going to see some really cool stuff from, uh, from us, and I think that's a pretty safe bet. Yes, you will. Who knows what the future holds? Maybe 30,000 backflips caught on camera from Patrick. <laughs> I don't Who know. Knows? Nothing bad ever happened to the Kennedys. Nothing bad ever happened. Oh, no. I got some bad news for you, Pat. I think nothing but bad things happens to the Kennedys. What? What about the Uh-oh. band, the Dead Kennedys? Mm, I don't They're... know about them because I never listened to them. I've seen their name. Good punk That's about band. as much as I know. Well, um, thank you all so much for listening to our carefree, just throwback over the holidays and catching up and just getting the year started off on the right foot. We appreciate you listening to that and to us from this year and to years forward. Um, please continue to hang out with us because it's going to be a good time. So um, just... To, as usual, you can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, and any RSS feed catcher out there. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. All those platforms helps us out, keeps the show going, makes us more visible, pushes us up higher in the algorithms. And we really appreciate you when you do that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Letterboxd and Facebook at All You Can Hear. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear and YouTube. All you can hear as well. And lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, 
on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name and my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. My name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 and Letterboxd at John Known Sun 12 and Nazi Punks. Fuck off. My name, Cole. Follow me on Twitter at Cole D00. Uh, have a new year. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be happy. I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody playing Fortnite. I want everybody to get uh, complimentary renegade dance in Fortnite. That's what I hope for this year. It's a good wish. Good wish. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Happy New Year, of course. I'm Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter at Winsley Wilkie. You can follow my art Instagram at Water Winsley. You can follow me uh, on my letterbox, uh, Winsley Wilkie. Uh, that's my Twitter handle as well. Um, you can find me on Goodreads. Uh, I am either Winsley or Winsley Wilkie. I don't know. It Goodreads is weird. Just go to my link tree. You will be able to find my links to those there. Um, and yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very for much. being a friend. <laughs> Thank you all so very much. We'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.